I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome to News Du Jour. You may be wondering, why am I, Annie Bowles, here hosting this podcast? I usually start by telling people I'm a political baby. You see, my parents met working on Capitol Hill. By the time I was two, I had been in my first political commercial and even got lost crawling around the West Wing. Don't worry, Al Gore found me. My family then moved abroad when I was nine, and I attended an international school in Brussels with kids from all over the world, and it is this type of global perspective that I also bring to our show. I graduated from American University in D.C. after studying political science and art history, as well as interning on both sides of Capitol Hill. I even interned down the hall from where my parents met. I'm now pursuing a professional certificate in journalism at NYU in conjunction with Rolling Stone magazine. I guess I was always that friend in the group who cared deeply about not just what was going on politically, but also globally. I often kept my own friends informed through high school and into young adulthood, so I guess I've always done a version of this show. I'm genuinely passionate about following the news, and I'm here to break it down for you guys every weekday. We always strive to be a calmer space to get your news, or as one listener put it, like getting your news from a well-informed bestie. I'm so glad you're here. Hey everyone, it is so good to be back into our normal posting schedule. Surprisingly for today, I have no announcements for you guys. I feel like there were like five announcements yesterday. So if you missed yesterday's episode, definitely go back and listen. There's a lot of like little fun updates. The giveaway is underway on our Instagram. So if you would like a News Du Jour baseball hat and some stickers sent to you for free, definitely enter our giveaway. It's just a little thank you for your patience. We have no mini stories for you today either, but we do have a ton of important stories to go over that, again, are kind of backlogged from our time away. Let's get into it. So first and foremost, I wanted to discuss the massive stream of migrants who are marching towards the U.S.-Mexico border. You guys, this was really a sight to see. I shared it on our Instagram while we were away, but thousands of migrants flocked together, marching towards the U.S. border. The number of migrants snowballed, basically, as the caravan was moving from Guatemala through Mexico. But the immigrants were not just from Central America and Mexico. They were actually from all over the world. Turkey, Iran, Syria, Cameroon, and other areas of the globe that are war-torn, dangerous, oppressive, and economically unstable. The conditions that they are experiencing while walking, though, are equally deplorable, you guys. 
These are people desperately in need of help. And they are living in a world led by people who are only out for themselves. Obviously, this comes at a time where the U.S. border with Mexico is more contentious of an issue than ever. You know, the political stunts we've talked about, along with, you know, Democratic city mayors declaring that they simply cannot take in more humans. We are coming up on a kind of capacity here at the U.S., but migrants are still arriving daily by the thousands, and many are finding themselves either turned away or landing in equally horrible conditions yet again just on this side of the border. As the demand for a life in the United States increases, but the capacity to take people in is shrinking, we are finding ourselves in more and more of a genuine crisis with this and in need of legislation surrounding the issue or a plan. You know, a plan would be a good idea, and we're just not seeing that right now. Otherwise, though, things are going to continue to bottleneck here and heat up and really risk everyone's safety. So we will be sure to keep you guys posted if the Biden administration or Congress makes any sort of a move here. Next up for today, I wanted to go over our Israel and Gaza updates, but I wanted to issue a content warning. This story does involve war. So first in our updates for today, a prominent Hamas leader was killed in Beirut. So some of the biggest news is that a Hamas leader, one of those billionaire puppet masters living outside of Gaza, was killed in an Israeli strike in Beirut. He was widely considered the number two guy in command in terms of the Hamas hierarchy, according to the New York Times. And he was also killed alongside two other Hamas military leaders. According to video footage that was reviewed by the New York Times, it appears that the two were killed in a car explosion that actually affected the building that it was parked like in front of or next to it caught fire in that building and the explosion damaged the building and killed these men in the process. There was an explosion, etc. This is considered, though, a major win in the fight against Hamas. But as you can imagine, Lebanese officials are not thrilled that the war is now spilling into their capital city. It was, you know, definitely there's been things going on in sort of the West Bank area that were affecting Lebanon, but this is much more intensive and right in their capital city. So again, Lebanese officials not too happy about this. Next up for today in our updates, I wanted to let you guys know that the Harvard president has resigned. So after Harvard came out saying that their president would not be going anywhere, here we are. Following her pretty horrifying question and answer session on Capitol Hill, Claudine Gay, Harvard's first black female president, was really looked at under a microscope by her critics. They really dug into her past, and unfortunately, it looks like they may have found something, potential plagiarism. And I say potential here because this is not something that I'm seeing like really solidly confirmed by any news sources or by Harvard. So I just wanted to make that very clear. This is sort of an allegation. But Harvard did say that they were correcting 
four different instances in Claudine's papers where she should have used quotation marks and cited her source, but she failed to do that. So that does kind of sound like plagiarism. It's really hard to say. Things are definitely murky, but it did cause her to resign from her position. This makes her tenure the shortest of any Harvard president ever. And to say that she's leaving in disgrace is really an understatement. I feel like this is one of the worst ways for an academic to leave such a position with, you know, your credibility and your ethics being questioned. She is the second of three female presidents who answered questions to lose their job. So are the critics coming now for number three? We will definitely keep you guys posted. And then for our final Israel-Gaza update, I wanted to touch on Netanyahu's approval numbers. So yesterday we talked about the fact that Netanyahu is a pretty extreme right-wing leader in Israel. And I touched on the idea that most Israelis would not probably want him in power if the war wasn't actively ongoing. He was really unpopular going into the war. So that's just something I've been hearing rumblings about, you know, and I, I said, I don't think, blah, blah. I saw some actual numbers to back this up today. So I just wanted to provide you guys with those more exact details and where they come from. So according to Reuters, there was a poll that came out on Tuesday that read, quote, only 15% of Israelis would want Netanyahu to keep his job after the war, end quote. So that points to some very specific (laughs) disapproval. That means, you know, only 15% probably approve of the job that he's doing and they're the only people who want him still in power. And I just think that's an important component of all of this when we're talking about this conflict that, you know, these actions aren't approved of by the Israeli people for the wide you know, most most people have some type of an issue with how Netanyahu has conducted himself. Just wanted to add that in for further color and context of this war. And lastly, for today, we are going to discuss the Tokyo airport crash slash explosion. Content warning here. This story does involve a deadly airplane crash. So you guys may have seen on our Instagram stories, but we shared that there was a plane explosion where it burst into flames on the airport runway in Tokyo. What happened was two planes actually collided. A military Coast Guard plane hit a passenger plane. This caused the passenger one to burst into flames. Fortunately, the 367 passengers and all 12 of the crew members evacuated safely from the passenger plane. But the same cannot be said of this military aircraft. Apparently, five men died in that plane from the collision. Unfortunately, they were legit on their way, you guys to deliver supplies to earthquake victims. So this really was kind of tragedy on top of tragedy in a sense. 
But luckily, Japanese authorities did not allow this crash to stifle their relief efforts. They loaded up a separate plane and got the supplies to those who were in need. And many are commending the crew of the passenger plane for managing the evacuation so well. They potentially saved those 367 lives by keeping everyone calm and leading the way to safety. Our hearts go out to anyone who lost a loved one in this tragedy. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, a winner is just a dreamer who never gave up. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at It's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.